Welcome back to Cocktails and Roses, where we're talking all things Bachelor in Paradise. I'm Matt Whitehead. I'm Talia Pritchard. How are you feeling today, Talia? I'm ready to unpack some stuff. This show has been so dramatic. I mean, we're only on episodes five and six. So much has happened. So much has happened. I think more has happened this season than what happened in the last two seasons combined at this point. I'm exhausted. I feel great. I'm like refreshed by the drama. You do look great. Thank you. Well, should we get straight into it? Let's get straight into it with the return of a hot favourite. Am I the hot (laughs) favourite? I'm the hot favourite. Oh, okay. (laughs) So she's back. Kira is back in paradise. And I don't know how I feel about this. Fresh from Jared Woodgate. Um, Quite fresh, right? Like they had just, she tells Osha that they had only recently broken up. Yeah, I think she says it's been maybe just six months. Yeah. Um, oh, okay, that's a lot of time actually. I thought it was. I don't think it is. Oh. But also I'm someone that's like three years later, I'm like, guess I better put a little toe back in the water. <laughs> See what happens. Well, I loved Kira on Richie's season, obviously. And then I really loved seeing her find love in paradise was she season one? Season one. Yeah, her and Jared were season one. God, that feels like a long time ago. It does. Um, Do you think it's funny that um, we have been recapping dating shows for so long and we're still single? <laughs> I would say that's maybe not a coincidence. Do you? Would you say maybe it damages our just dating like, life? It's just like we're constantly talking about other people's relationships. Yeah. And then we're like, maybe we're just a bit bitter and twisted. What? <laughs> I'm not twisted. I'm really interested by Kira coming back. Is it just being a bit greedy? Like you did get your love story and you were dating for a really long time and you broke up and that sucks. But how many times can you keep kind of coming back to a show to do this? It's the same sort of thing with Jake as well, I feel like. Like Mm. he had his love story in Paradise and then he comes back to kind of like reignite the magic. And it's like, well, I'm curious about Kira coming back because she's, she's right back to playing the role of Kira as well. I'm curious to see what the character of Kira is going to bring. Yeah, does it hold up to to where we are now? Was? Yeah, yeah. We're in t- so Richie season was what 2016. Mm. And we're in Something 2020. Like and so it's been a lot of time since Kira was like a really fresh original character so to speak. Yeah. On Richie season, we hadn't seen someone that was quite strong-willed and like really spoke her mind and was a bit of an instigator of drama, but wasn't kind of stirring up <laughs> drama in the same way that we've seen in other seasons from there. Yeah, for sure. And also, I think, you know, even when she was in Paradise, like there was still that kind of Queen Kira, Mm. you know, takes no prisoners attitude. And then I just feel like watching this season so far, that to me feels really foreign because all the drama is is quite real. I think so too, because we've got all these like intertwined love stories we've got Renee and Kieran and Jess and all these people that have been interconnected in some way and Kira's come in but no one really knows her but she's coming in with this attitude of like they better not mess with me like I'm the like you said I'm the queen of the show kind of thing but I just don't know 
if it works in her favor this time around. To start her off, uh, Osh throws her in the deep end and does a blind date scenario and she gets to pick, without seeing any of the guys that are in paradise, she gets to pick one of them to go on a date based on some arbitrary questions and it's fine and she ends up with Connor the random. One of the clean skins. And their date is fine. It's it, it's it's interesting to see somebody that's, that's very capital N normal, mm-hmm. Connor, yes. just a very normal person and then Kira who's like this um, – She's like an animated character next to him. Totally, yeah. And like she's complaining about the wind and she's like, I'm not usually this much of a diva. And I was like, that's a lie. <laughs> I know, I know. Also, and you're mad at wind? She, she's mad at wind. She doesn't want to go swimming because it will ruin her hair. And then like at her some tan. point- Oh, she tan. was like, I can't go swimming because oh, I've, I've got tan on. Hair, yeah. yeah. At some point she's like, oh, should we get in the water? She's like, but I'm not going to swim. She's yeah. like, I just want you to see my rig. <laughs> yeah. Which is like great. That's yep. amazing. She's got a great rig. She does. Good for Show her. Show it off. But it is a strange coupling. Yes. But because all the guys know that Kira has entered, it kind of sends shockwaves through paradise when they all return and Tim just screams at nothing. Kira Maguire's taken Connor on a date. <laughs> yes. And everyone, the interesting thing is everyone knows Kira. Kira doesn't really know everyone else on a more personal, deeper level, I guess. Um, and the girls are a bit wary of Kira coming in and, and kind of stirring up drama yeah, from I, the get-go. I think a lot of the guys kind of made that point as well, but they weren't as nervous, whereas a lot of the women seemed more like, oh, I, I'm not sure about how she's going to, be yes. which was interesting and alicia makes a reference about kira not liking her very much yeah for a bit of background on that i think there was something with alicia's season in the on the honey badger season where they were known as the mean girls obviously cat romy and alicia and they were being compared to a villain from a previous season which was kira because that's the first time we'd maybe seen a bit of a like villain-esque person play out Kira was really offended by those comparisons because she was like, I was never that mean to people. I wasn't like them. And this is where I think the dramas first started with these and group the, of girls. And then they also make reference to the fact that Kira was putting up a lot of Instagram stories during Paradise Season 2. Yes. And making some, shall we say, harsh commentary on yeah. a lot of the people. And a few of them apparently reached out and said, you know, like, you of all people should understand that we're real people and like you probably shouldn't be doing this and as Kira's off on her date there's another banquet the theme of this week's banquet was friendship roses after Jake's Jake's gone but he's not (laughs) he lives on in spirit on the island that rousing speech of it (laughs) Um, I just want to get it printed off and stick it to my wall (laughs) uh, so they're all going to be talking about friendship I guess Um, and as the banquet is kicking off Connor and Kira return Mm -hmm. It's all very sort of polite for about two minutes. And then old potster Tim rears his head again and starts pushing Kira's buttons where he's sort of saying that Alicia was talking bad about Kira all day. And he's kind of, which to me really stuck out because he was so sorry about it last week when he got called out for it. And also because he was there with the conversation with Alicia where he was egging her on to tell her side of the story during the day where Kira wasn't there. So he's instigating that part of it and then going back and telling Kira, being like, oh, I thought it was really weird that she was talking about you and bringing you up when he was also the one asking Alicia all the questions yep. by the pool that day. But it's funny that he doesn't get called out on it this time. No, he was a bit more sneaky. Because I think it exploded so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so it really kicked off because, you know, Kira, I guess, saw her opportunity to really make a, 
an impact and she just really went after Alicia for being like for not having a very strong character because she was talking about somebody behind their back and it's like well not really you just weren't in yeah. <laughs> paradise yet the interesting thing that i think we need to start, like go back a little bit first is because Jamie and Brittany are faced with a couple of questions and Alicia gets quite upset during this moment yes. um because she thinks Jamie's leading Brittany on and she's getting kind of triggered from her storyline of last year with Jules. Um, and so she's getting quite emotional down one end of the table. And then all of a sudden Kira's like, so let's circle back to what Alicia was saying about me before while Alicia's in tears. I know. And it, I think it was Renee um, who was, I think it was Renee who was saying actually, oh no, it was Elena uh, yeah, uh, yeah. who was saying not now. She's just a bit overwhelmed. Let's not do this now. And I think Kira just was really keen to kick something off. She kind of doubles down. She keeps going for it. Yeah. And it is really hard because Alicia does get really upset when she's trying to tell Brittany, you know, like that it is really upsetting her to see her go through a similar thing. Yes. But (laughs) I love watching Kira fight because she has a very specific way of fighting, Mm -hmm. which is that she just shouts at someone. And then as soon as she's shouted at them enough, she says, nope, I'm done. I don't want to hear from, and it's, Exactly. As soon as the person retaliates and Alicia did do it fairly calmly for someone who was so upset in that moment, she was kind of like, look, this is my side of the story. This is what happened. This is what I said. Apparently, Alicia had slid into Kira's DMs last year when Kira was doing her commentary and was like, thought Kira might apologize, but instead Kira doubled down and kept going. This is where the rift has come from. And then as soon as Alicia starts explaining her side of the story, Kira's like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm done. End of conversation. We're done. And this is my thing that I mentioned before is that um, Kira is so quick to say, why would you talk bad about me? I don't know any of you. I don't know any of you. Mm. And then as soon as she's quizzed about those DMs, she's able to completely recall everything that she said yes. to Brittany, everything that she said to Alicia. So it's like, She's trying so hard to have this like facade of like, I don't know anyone. I'm like above you all. And it's like, obviously you're not. And she kind of turns it around to play victim at some point where she's like, well, how do you think I felt, babe, when all of you guys are messaging me harassing like, and me. harassing me? And there was a lot of babe being thrown around in this conversation. I was like, can you guys stop calling each other babe? You clearly don't like each other. Babe is the I most... I was like, babe, babe, It's babe. the most aggressive way to... It's so passive aggressive. I know. I agree with you, babe. <laughs> So what I loved, though, is after Kira went off at Alicia, tried to shut the conversation down, Glenn sticks up for her. Mm. I actually think I got a bit emotional. Like, I was just like, oh, good guys do exist out there. And in that moment, I was Alicia. (laughs) Glenn was looking at me like that. (laughs) It was just really lovely. And like, even when she was saying like, thank you so much, I appreciated that. Yeah. He's just like, of course. And I was like, I love you. Yes. If these two don't make it work at the end, I'm going to be devastated. So am I. Unless Glenn finds love with us. True. Yeah. Uh, So once again, a a banquet ends in complete madness. And the interesting thing was um, Litany and Jamie stay behind because for, you know, their whole time in paradise, there's been this odd little cloud hanging over the two of them with Mm -hmm. this kind of like friendship but she feels like he's leading her on and he's which he absolutely is i don't think he fully realizes it like i want to give him the benefit of the doubt here but he is leading her on and earlier that day tim calls him out for it he tells him to shut it down um because jamie's openly talking about wanting to take kira on a date in front of Brittany, and then he literally said something to her about 
oh, if it went badly, I'd come running back to you, which yeah, is so offensive. Yeah. It's so offensive. But he doesn't realize how offensive that is for a woman to hear. I was really glad that she called him out on it, though, Me because too. she says, that's not funny. That's really hurtful. Yes. So at this banquet, the whole plan was to kind of call him out on it. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was rough that, you know, like he's really struggling to say what he's feeling, but also he should just shut it down. In Jamie's world, well, he literally says, I want my cake and I want to eat it too. And Brittany's horrified. Yeah. As you would be. But there's just something about his delivery and the way he kind of goes about things where you know he doesn't mean any harm. Yeah. Like, I don't think he's out to intentionally hurt anyone. And this is the thing. I think what he wants is um, for people to like him a lot yes. and he doesn't want to hurt Brittany. And I think he thinks shutting it down would hurt her. So he like that to him doesn't feel like the right decision. And and what he's trying to do is sort of say like, I think we can be really good mates. Yes. In, in the way that he's kind of saying that it's a little too far. So then she's reading into it. As, exactly. And it's, it is really rough. And, and then they have the conversation where, you know, he's like, I think we could just be friends. You know, I think we'd be really good friends. Um, like I am with Tim. And she yeah. says, um, well, you don't sleep with him. Would you sleep with me? Yeah. And that was really rough. Yeah, he didn't know how to answer that. And like, I just don't think any male that is interested in you would stutter and stammer over that answer so much. Like, men are relatively simple creatures, Thank right? Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um if he wanted to sleep with her, like there should be no hesitation about answering that question. Yeah. In, okay. If I was going to defend him in that moment. Okay. Here we go. Devil's advocate. Yeah. Uh, would My you, favorite game. Thank you so much. Um, would you, would you not think he, maybe he got in his head and he was like, oh, I don't want to say yes immediately because I don't want her to think that it's just about sex. No. I don't think he's interested in her whatsoever. Yeah. And he just doesn't know how to express it because he wants her around and he wants her friendship rose to keep staying around on the island. But everything he has done to her and whether it's intentionally or not has been so disrespectful to her and her feelings leading up to this moment. Also, I think that there's the added layer of the fact that the last time she was in paradise and she was really, you know, vibing with Ivan and then he immediately gave her the flick in a similar way. Mm-hmm was crushing and to have her sort of hang all her hopes on somebody that's just kind of leading her on like this, I think is also really tough. I'm liking seeing her stick up for herself a bit more and realize her worth a little bit more. I think there's, she's got a bit of a journey to go, but she is calling him out on some of his behavior, even if she is still really confused by it. And obviously as observers, it's really easy for us to be like, Brittany, stop thinking he's into you. He's like leading you on. But when you're in that situation, you're not as... You're a bit blind to it. Yeah, and also in the in matters of the heart, it's hard to kind of just say, it's it's hard to do the reasonable thing. Exactly. Like, exactly. If we all did reasonable things, I think we'd all be a much better species. But when you have feelings for someone, everything just goes out the window. Exactly it. I can't believe we're therapists now. I know. Why are we single? I mean, thanks for oh, listening right, today, my everyone. terrible personality. <laughs> I also love that just quietly, it wasn't mentioned, but Jess was not at the banquet because... <gasps> Our little friend Gastro struck again. Or, well, they didn't say what it was. They didn't say... They said she was sick? They said she was sick. And then she talks about being Jess's much slimmer cousin because I assume she had some kind of 
gastro related release (laughs) (laughs) or something so she wasn't at the banquet and also the like following evening Mm -hmm. and because he had you know seven minutes alone Kieran immediately sort of was on the prowl again yes and it's so interesting because he's kind of like well like she's off she's sick what else am I gonna do tonight like where else am I meant to sleep tonight I was like I don't know Kieran your own bed but he's actually saying this out loud like he's actually saying to everyone there I'm on the prowl now because the woman that I have been sleeping in the same bed with for the last couple of nights is sick. sick. Like, I was like, bring her some soup. I know. Check in on her. Be a human being. I mean, he even manages to hit on Brittany in this time. And I think that's quite clear those two have some banter and get along well, but there's no kind of sexual vibe there. But when she's saying, oh, Jamie shut me down, doesn't want to sleep with me, whatever. He's like making some like sleazy little remarks. He's like, oh, well, like I'm single tonight kind I of vibe. Know. And it's like, dude, like... You can't be that horny all the time. Or maybe you can be, but like... I don't think you can be. I think that's a medical condition. Yeah. Kieran's exact words to Brittany were, well, Jess is sick tonight. I'll go you. I'll go you. (laughs) I mean, that's rough. That that is really rough. rough. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) And then he wakes up in his ex Renee's bed. What? How? Why? Why did we not see any of this unfold? Well, they kind of showed him sort of like winking in her direction or whatever. But then what was interesting was after he wakes up in Renee's bed and does a walk of shame, which obviously Mm -hmm. also those single beds, may I say, are so close together. Alicia's head is like 30 centimeters away from a spooning couple. I am so uncomfortable. I mean, why wouldn't she turn the other way? (laughs) I know. Put your feet close to that. I know, it's just, it's very weird. It's a real, like, uni dorm vibe going on with the single beds and oh, the yeah. sneaking around and the walk of shames. Oh, I'm getting so nostalgic. Ooh. <laughs> single bed. I can barely fit into a single bed. I don't know how they'd put two people in them. I can't imagine anymore. Ugh. I'm five foot tall and I can't do anything other than a queen-size bed. <laughs> <laughs> Be like a smarty in the ocean. And that's just me. <laughs> me and my Udi. <laughs> Um, but it was the next day, it was kind of like the opening of Greece, where it was like um, Renee was talking to the girls and she was like, you know, here's what he was saying to me. He was like, Jess will never be as good as you. And then it flicks over to Kieran and he's like, oh, like lads, I just woke up in the ex's bed. Ha ha. And she wants to get back together. And every time he tells somebody about it, it kind of like changes. Yes unreliable narrative and then he sort of says that like you know all of a sudden he fell asleep and he just was like in her bed and it's like "Mm." but i think we might need to take a break because i am all out of rosé yes i need to top up too g'day sandra sully here i hope you're enjoying this podcast if you're looking for more to listen to head over to short black with me Next, I talk to all kinds of amazing women who are making a difference. Good women, great chat. So, we're back. And you know who else is back? It's Kiki. Gastro. (laughs) 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 It's Kiki. Kiki. I remember Kiki because I know that she got far in Richie's season, but I don't really remember Kiki because Richie's season was so long ago. Does that make sense? Yes. And I don't. I wouldn't be able to tell you how far she got. Was she like top six? I don't know. So once again, this season is wild because basically 
Jess emerges from her gastro chamber. Yeah. And then everyone's like, oof, I bet Kiki's coming in today. Yeah. And I was like, hang on. How do you all know who's coming in? Because it's, it's very so weird. so interesting. It's just like the Renee thing where they like, they almost summon her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think Kiki had as long of a walk as Renee did. No. Day to night coming into paradise. But yeah, Ooh. there's references to her at the very start of the episode too. And they're kind of, yeah, they're just constantly waiting for Kiki to come in. Yeah. It's like they've looked at Kieran's dating history. And I just imagine this intertwined, tangled web. And it's like, what girls can we bring in that are like... I mean, they might bring in 150 girls if they brought in every girl he's dated. But Honestly, it, it seems like this season is like Bachelor in Paradise, comma, Kieran in Hell. Mm. But like, <laughs> only because it's like, it's like from the outside, we're like, well, this is a mess. But he's having a great time. Yes. And it's like, he's just like, he's given two options and it's like, do good, do bad. And he's always like, what's good mean? And then he pushes that into a fire. I just feel like Kieran is making a lot of bold decisions Mm -hmm. and for somebody that was like a very clear favorite yes i don't know if he's going to come out with such a great record i think it's done i think he is he's completely tainted his image from last year already there was renee and jess and now kiki enters he slept in abby's bed well yeah then he slept in jess's bed then when she was out for one night he went back to To renee's Renee's bed. bed and then kiki walks in and Amazing. I mean, like, not as good as when Cass said, you've lost so much weight. <laughs> but she walks up to Kieran and she says, nice to meet you. Oh, I'm Kiki. Uh, my goodness. And the background there is that they've hooked up before in the real yes, world. Yes. They've hooked up together. And, like, allegedly. everybody knows. And everyone knows about it. And the best part, I think, was when she introduced herself to Kieran, Renee and Alicia overheads. So they're kind of laughing about it in the background. And Renee makes an offhand comment where she's like, nice to meet you. Like, I slept with you three days ago. <laughs> Because later, they're quite literally water cooler talk because they're like filling up their bottles. And I think it's like Litany and Mary are chatting about it. And it was like three mm. or so days before they went into paradise. Apparently. So yeah. it's, it's very, very recent history. And Renee thinks it was totally planned as well. Like that they were going to reunite in paradise. Yes. Interesting. And they were, I guess, going to get a love story out of it. I do feel really bad for Jess in this moment. Even though a little part of me is like, well, you were Renee's friend. And then all of a sudden they weren't friends. And then she was pursuing Kieran and didn't seem to care too much about Renee's feelings. But then she's quite upset because she did throw all her like faith and trust in Kieran. So it's a bit of a slap in the face for her. Yeah, I I just think that it is really sad. And I also like this episode especially, I really grew fond of Jess I think she's Mm. really funny and I just thought it was so heartbreaking to see her really want to invest in something with Kieran and he was just like playing her yeah 100% because Kiki gets a date card and then she does the most amazing like (laughs) yeah I mean she's not gonna win a Logie anytime soon but she's acting her little heart out you know going around and saying oh well I guess I've got to use this date card soon so I might just pick Kieran and everyone's (laughs) like we know. But the best thing is she tries to sell it like, oh, well, you've got a bit of a reputation for being a serial dater around here, so you're coming on a date with me. And I was like, I'm sorry, what woman in the room? <laughs> yeah, it's like... <laughs> oh, you're a player, so yeah, come with me. I'd be like, ew, get me away from me. the most used bicycle on the rack. It's like, <laughs> yeah. mm. Weird logic. <laughs> the but wheel's going to fall off. Also, and... she did introduce herself to him, yeah, so like... They go 
on their little date and it's like they they arrive at a shack oh no actually okay my favorite part of this whole thing is when they're walking up to a pier and then kiki goes is that a boat at a boat and it's like you're walking onto a like a jetty (laughs) it's like no it's two dolphins like you're gonna ride them what did you think was gonna pick you up here is that a boat and then kieran's like i don't know it's like okay you guys are made for each other actually i'm i'm the perfect couple i'm all in for this also because i kind of like looked up as she said that and i was expecting like a boat like what Matt Agnew and Abby went on, like a full blown like yacht, yacht or something, yeah. like something really beautiful. And it was just this like it's like a tinny little, like little speed yeah. boat. And I was like, okay, yeah. And then they get on the boat <laughs> and um, they just go to a private beach. And it's like the date cards, like if you want, you can spend the night here. And it's like ew, outside. Yeah, but they're really into it because it gives them an opportunity to reacquaint yeah. with each other. That was very well phrased. Thank you. My favorite part though is when. Kieran starts talking about Renee in the boat and he's like, oh yeah, she wanted another chance with me, blah, blah, blah. And then Kiki's on camera and she's like, Kieran's the most honest guy I've ever met. Like this- I've never met someone so blatantly honest. And I was like. <sighs> and then he even starts saying it as well at one point. He's like, all I've been is honest. And it's like, Red flag. wait, where? <laughs> like if a guy starts just talking to you, being like, all I've ever been is honest without you asking anything. It's like, uh, clearly red flag like, like you're lying about something like why are you giving me this spear i never asked i said do you want a cup of tea and he's like all i've ever been is honest it's at like, one okay, point well, i was you like you cheated on someone yeah, i was genuinely just like uh do i not know what the word honest means like <laughs> am i the dumb one in this because they were just like he's really honest he's so honest all he is is like really upfront and honest but then also she watches as he like when he says the first thing i'm going to do when i arrive is go straight up to jess and tell her it's over and then he does everything but no he, like, yeah he goes straight to the boys he completely ignores jess and he's like what's she staring at and it's like kiki is there for that but she's still like he's a paragon of honesty and i love that about him I and it's like no. mm, what am i <laughs> but then also if it's a plan that they did hook up a few days before paradise or however long ago it was and their plan was to be together in paradise wouldn't it be weird for her to walk in and be like oh he's coupled up with jess like fully all over each other making out not just for a friendship rose or anything and in just a few days but that's why i was also really fond of jess in this episode i think because she has been really vulnerable mm. and she has been honest uh, as per my understanding of the word whereas this other kind of like strange couple to me i was just like i i don't understand what you guys want me to think of this but like no. but like the two of you are and they both admitted on their on camera to the producers that they knew each other that, and that the they've slept each other with each other before yeah yeah but one thing i want to circle back to is how much i liked that as soon as all this happened renee went straight to jess and checked in on her i really rate renee i am so yeah. glad that she came back and like the, the show brought her back maybe for drama, but I really like that we're getting to know more about her because she seems really decent and very Definitely. cool. And she could have like not, she could have been like, well, I told you so. Yeah. She seems to know Kieran. She seems to know his tactics, what he does, how he works people. And she's sympathetic of that. So she really kind of rallied behind Jess in that moment. I think that was really nice. She seems cool. I really like her. I agree with you. I thought that was really good. They come back from their date and he just completely dogs jess and he's he's quite like almost belligerent about it yeah actually renee points that out too she says you'll know his motives or whatever is if he ignores jess and goes straight to the boys and you know exactly yeah where he's at and meanwhile kiki's like that's my man my, my honest, honest honest man <laughs> the most he's honest like, boy in the world he, he, he says out loud the first thing that i'm gonna do is go right up to jess because i'm so honest and it's like 
uh, like you're on camera. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I it just, I guess it was just a little cowardly and cruel to to just completely cast her aside. And then the date card of the day arrived, and it was for, it was a makeup date for Connor because gastro interrupted his first yeah. date card, and also it was for Jess. Yeah. And she's presented with, I guess, a difficult choice. Does she just say, well, I'm taking Kieran? And Kiki makes a remark about that, like saying, oh, I'd be a bit desperate if she tries to take him. She's like, well, because Kieran's my man now. And I was like, like, this is nothing to brag about (laughs) at this point in time. It's been four hours and also he's been everyone's man. There's like, there's maybe two people on the island that he hasn't slept with. Like, you have him. It's not a grand prize anymore. Yeah. Just take it. But she has to do the difficult thing. So she takes Kieran aside and he's, he, he almost makes her feel embarrassed about it. That's I know, how I and read I it. I hate it. He turned really cold and it was he was just kind of looking at her as though they had not spent every day and night together leading up to this point, as though their connection was absolutely nothing. And he goes, well, I'm clearly doing what I want to do, so just crack on. Yeah. And I thought, It's not what? like we're boyfriend-girlfriend. And it's like, huh. She had literally said to him before Kiki entered, I've put all my eggs in your basket. And she was quite honest about where she was at with him. So for him to kind of turn around and just be like, well, you always knew this wasn't a serious thing. That was really hard to watch. So, you know, he, he basically says, like, just do your own thing. I don't care who you pick, but, like, I'm, I'm doing my own thing. As you, yeah, as Crack you said. on. Crack on. Um, so she picks Alex, which is a great choice. Yes, hot Alex. Difficult that Alex has been sort of coupled up with Kira. I mean, is it against his will? Like, oh no. my god! The <laughs> montage of her like grabbing, like I've got your nose, and it's like he's got like a bit of sunburn on his nose, and she's just grabbing that nose for dear life, and like she's hugging him by the pool. He's staring <laughs> off in the distance. She's like, "You're so funny. Why are you so funny?" And he's like, "Oh, I don't know." I know he hasn't said anything, and she's no. like, "You're so funny." And also, my favorite was when she's like, "Alex, Alex, come here, Alex," and he's just like floating in the pool away. <laughs> Oh. He's about to swim straight back out. <laughs> <laughs> so Kira's not pleased that Jess picks Alex for the date, but... I love that too, because she's like, well, clearly he's my man, blah, blah, blah. But she had entered paradise being like, I don't really, you know, give a shit. Like, I'm going to pursue who I want to, because that's the nature of the game. <laughs> so she gives this big speech. And as soon as someone starts playing the game, because they have to, or they've been forced into a corner to play it, she's like... I mean, how dare you not talk to me about this? And it's like, "Mm." she also has an amazing quote where she's like, um, I guess everyone here is just thinking about themselves, but that's just the nature of life because she's like mad that no one's thinking about her. (laughs) She's like, what about me? Everyone's thinking of themselves and not thinking about me. And it's like, yeah, isn't that funny? (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. And then Connor picks Mary because, because Mary admits that her rose to him was not a friendship friendship rose. And so they go out and they had a really beautiful chat. And Mary is a single mom, and mm-hmm. she tells him that. And then he reveals that he's from a blended family. And then I revealed that I love Connor. I just think he's yeah. really sweet. And then Connor and Mary adopted us. And yeah. It's- Here's the thing. Mm. When you're watching all these like men do all these like insane things, and then you just see Connor, and he's like, oh, I've got a, a real estate business that I'm really passionate about, but now I want to find love, and yeah. I really value family. And I was like, oh, I love you because you're <laughs> normal. Well, this is what I, I don't even get me started on the rant of how low the bar is it's when you're floor. a heterosexual woman <laughs> dating out there. Because like the thing is when you see Kieran's and all that kind of stuff, that is actually behavior that people are dealing with on an everyday level. 
So when you see your Glens and your Connors and they're just normal, nice human beings, all of a sudden they're like this godlike status nearly because you're like, oh my gosh, look at the way you're looking at her without contempt. Yeah. Wow, you know the basic Look, definition of the word honesty. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you just listen to a whole sentence without interrupting to say something about yourself. Like, that is amazing. Mm, you know where a woman's eyes are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, if any men listening, it's not that hard to impress a woman, sadly. God. But the, these double dates were okay. I mean, I guess the, the whole thing was sort of like, oh, will he give his rose to Kira or will he give his rose to Jess? And mm. I actually thought he and Jess kind of like made a cute couple. And I hit thought it off. so too. Yeah. I think we also heard him talk more than what he's probably talked this season too. Yeah. And it was, he said maybe three sentences, but because with Kira, all we've seen is him like look off into the distance. <laughs> well, the interesting thing was that he brought up Kira's antics at the banquet and he was Mm. like that to me is not something that I'm interested in but then sometimes she can be really chilled out and I was like oh when (laughs) um (laughs) what oh yeah he kind of did say when they're one-on-one together and chilling out together that she he likes that side of her he doesn't like the Kira side I guess like the character she kind of morphs into I think Jess was the one that said well I guess it'll be interesting to see what her reaction is like when you go back yes or maybe he said it and it was all kind of like the Rose relied on how Kira would react to him saying that he had a really nice he day. He had a nice time, yeah. And then, like, this was like this was actually, like, beautifully well done because it was almost like a scene out of a film. But when the double date returned and Alex did go to talk to Kira and he was like, you know, I didn't love you at the banquet, but I do love when you're really chilled out and we're one-on-one. And then you see her and she's like, okay, so I just have to be chilled out and I get a rose. Yeah. Amazing. Like, the whole thing was amazing. And so she's just like, oh, wow, babe. Like, oh, so great that you had a good day. Like, <laughs> yeah, wow, totally. babe. Like, glad you're back, but so happy you had a good time. Yeah, I'm totally chill. Like, me? I'm like an ice cube. I'm <laughs> just chill. And, like, that was amazing because I think Kira is thinking, like, five steps ahead. Yes. To stick around. I just want to highlight the way they had this conversation, though, because she was like, he kind of said, I'm concerned about your behavior in a group setting. And she goes, I wouldn't be concerned by that unless it concerns you, which he's just said, I'm concerned by it. And then he goes, no, I'm not that concerned. And I was just like <laughs> sitting there being like, what just happened? That is concerning. And then I thought these two are beautiful. Like they're perfect for each other. Are they though? They would just talk that kind of like circle the whole time. And they think they've resolved their issue. But all they've done is just repeat things back to themselves it's fascinating it's fascinating love this show <laughs> i love this show get it see what i'm doing no <laughs> Never mind. we're, perfect for, each we're other. perfect for each other thank you so then uh, there was no real other drama going on at the cocktail party except no. for jamie tried it with elena despite her constantly saying that she's not interested bless no. him and so then we went into the rose ceremony where we unfortunately said farewell to Jess and Elena. Yeah, so Alex gave his rose to Kira, which meant goodbye to Jess. Um, I was really sad about that because I was I genuinely wanted her to stick around. I feel like she got ripped off massively. Yeah. yeah. Which means she'll probably be back for 2021 Bachelor in Paradise for her second shot. I wouldn't mind that. Which I'd be all for. Yeah, I, I, I was a bit bummed for her journey. She does say she exits that Kiki needs to be careful. And I just love it. It's just like this whole this whole season is like Kieran's ex-girlfriends being like, the next person has to be careful. Mm. 
It's almost like, yeah. So will we come out of this season with Kiki giving a warning? And then like 17 other women will step up and be like, I love you, Kieran. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. He's the most honest guy I've ever He's met. He's actually really honest. And then like surprised when he isn't. <laughs> oh. I, how could I have seen this coming? You know, it was a wild week, but I, I loved it. But before we wrap things up, Talia, who mm. would you be giving your rose to this week? I'm giving my rose to Jess. Mm. I just think she needed another shot. She needed a little bit more time to kind of get, I don't know. Like, I feel like if that rose ceremony wasn't that night, just straight after she'd been harshly dumped, she could have made some magic work and stick around. But, you know, it wasn't to be. So good luck out there, Jess. Who's your rose going to? I'm going to do a Jamie. I've got multiple roses. Oh, I thought you meant you are giving it to Jamie. I was like, why? (laughs) No, no. I've got multiple roses because that's how this show works. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm giving one rose to Renee because I just think she's really cool. And she's great value. Yeah. And I'm also giving a rose to Connor because I love Connor. This is just the weirdest thing that you've taken out of this. I went into his Instagram and I was just scrolling back and I was like looking at all his like videos of him doing auctions on real estate stuff and like him holding a baby. And like, I was just like, uh, yeah. Yep. Really? Yeah. I'm not like hot for him, but I was just like, oh, I love you. They're okay. different. They're different. I mean, he does seem like a very nice Man. Yeah, he seems really Which is nice. something my grandma says about people. So, like, I mean, take that as you will. Um, and my third rose is going <laughs> oh, to... Oh, we're still going? <laughs> my third rose is going to the word honesty because <laughs> I think it got a really rough go this episode. <laughs> this week was, was tough for, for the word honesty. Uh, but with that, we have to be honest. It's time for us to go. It is time for us to go. Talia, thank you so much for being honest with me. Thank you for your honesty this episode, Matt. You are the most honest person I know. I know. Yeah, it's true. And to everyone listening, thank you for your honesty. Uh, and we will be back next week for more. Make sure if you haven't watched these episodes, they are amazing. Check them out on template.com.au or tune in and watch them along with us. And for more Bachelor in Paradise tea, make sure to head to Punky. Punky.